The EFL Championship is back in full swing in England with plenty of teams in action so far this weekend. Also, German Super Cup, FA Community Shield, plenty of other leagues getting underway over in Europe. We'll be diving into all of them. This is Larry Henry, Upper 90 Podcast. Um, Just going to go through... Obviously, it's not the real opening weekend of the top leagues in Europe, but still some good action going on overseas. Some still good European clubs, giants of the European footballing world still getting their fine-tuning together for the start of the season. Plenty of leagues starting up next week. Still got some some other leagues. Uh, Bundesliga league uh, still going a couple weeks away from starting up but we will start with one of my favorite leagues probably in the world with the EFL championship obviously you have plenty of teams trying to get back into the Premier League Uh, it's a grueling season 46 games and then obviously you throw in the FA Cup League Cup and replays that have to go along with that so Friday afternoon Started off with the new boys of the championship, Luton Town, welcome, welcoming Middlesbrough to Kenilworth Road. And Luton Town did not back down whatsoever against Middlesbrough. Obviously, Middlesbrough a team in the Premier League not that long ago. Luton Town getting into the Premier League after getting promoted from League One. And and they didn't they did not sit back against Middlesbrough, obviously a team with um, probably more money to spend, with and then obviously some more former Premier League talent on the roster. And uh, it was a good game. It was a good opening start to the season. Um, finished three uh, three at Luton Town. Uh, a good point probably for both teams with Middlesbrough. Maybe not expecting that much energy coming from. Uh, a side like Luton, who who just got promoted, um, still trying to maybe get a couple more players in for the end of the transfer window this week. Um, but I mean, hey, I mean, you have to give Luton Town credit; they they hung in there, they didn't back down. Um, they they get a late goal there uh, in front of the home fans, uh, especially after uh, Middlesbrough probably had a good chance to put the game away earlier than that. Uh, Brit Sambalanga with. The penalty shot off the crossbar in the 82nd minute, and um, Luton Town scores three minutes later. So probably not the uh, maybe the start that Middlesbrough would have wanted. You probably look at the schedule, think, okay, that should be a good chance to three points. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't end up that way in the championship. Um, so both teams take a point. Saturday's schedule uh, a lot deeper, a lot more games to to choose from if if you're a uh, neutral. Um, and then the last game of the day, which probably was the the, the most entertaining, really. Um, Nottingham Forest, West Brom uh, going head-to-head at the city ground. Two teams probably may probably to be expected to be near the top of the, the championship uh, standings when it's all said and done. Uh, West Brom not in the, in the Premier League not that long ago. Now um, finished well last year but but did not end up making the playoff final or, or earning promotion um and it was a it was a action-packed 45 minutes to start the game uh nottingham forest 
takes the opening lead. Matty Cash with with a good strike uh, to take the lead, but uh, but West Brom hung in there. Um, two goals, uh, one by Edwards, one by Matty Phillips, who you know people still remember from from his time in the Premier League, and then with Queens Park Rangers, um, his long cross from the right flank that uh, somehow beat Ari Murich, the Manchester City loanee. Uh, in goal, who didn't really have a good uh, competitive home debut uh, in that uh, both goals he could have did probably could did a little better to to get in front of him. Uh, the first one goes kind of right, bounces right in front of him and and he dives a little too soon. It beats him, um, and then Matty Phillips cross, which really was a cross. Um, it was well hit over all the the forwards um, and finds the left corner. Um, so it, it was a good fight back by Slavin Bilic's side, a, a team that many people were thinking that will get back to the Premier League. Um, Slavin Bilic, the former West Ham manager in charge, and, and Nottingham Forest lose their first home opening game since 1983. So that just tells you how, how good they've been at, at home over the last you know 20 years or so on, on the opening couple weeks. Um, also going through the schedule... Uh, a lot of games at, at 10 a.m. Eastern Time today. Uh, Barnsley picking up one nothing win over uh, recently relegated Fulham. Uh, Scott Parker did not have uh, U.S. Men's Central defender Tim Ream available. Uh, still trying to find out the word on on that. Uh, many people thought he'd be in the starting eleven um, today, but was not. Luca De La Torre, the uh, you know the former U.S. U U20 player making the bench but but did not play uh luke thomas had the only goal uh for barnsley uh who went all of last year uh home at unbeaten at home so that's a good start is to take three points off of uh, one of the expected favorites to get back in the premier league um still obviously a lot of talented players on fulham alexander mitrovic ryan sessignon is out with with an ankle injury so he didn't play um Charlton Athletic getting a 2-1 road win at Blackburn Rovers. Uh, Charlton, uh, if people did not know, won the promotion final last season in League One over Sunderland. Uh, they get back into the championship, and they, and they start off well with three points on the road. Lyle Taylor, 77th minute, gets the uh, eventual winning goal there uh, at Blackburn Rovers. Brentford losing one nothing at home in London. Kristen Peterson the only goal in the match 18th minute and uh birmingham city get three points opening weekend on the road um another team uh, expecting to do pretty well i would think better than last year's millwall uh, a lot of teams do not want to go to to the den and play millwall on the road um they get a one nothing win over preston north end jed wallace uh his first uh goal of the season after five last year uh, in the 18th minute, and Millwall pick up three points on the road. Um, Queens Park Rangers, another London side, picking up three points as well. Uh, th- them on the road at Stoke City. Uh, Jordan Hugel and uh, Ebenezer Isay with uh, the goals there. Former Stoke City servant Jeff Cameron getting his uh, first full assist with QPR after making the switch this summer from from Stoke City. Uh, it's good to see him play the full 90 today in uh, central midfield as you know as a defensive midfielder and, and did quite well. Hopefully he can get 
back to a lengthy season with appearances after last year. He was on loan at QPR, uh, made a good amount of appearances, had to fight some injuries as well. Swansea City, 2-1 winners against Hull at, uh, at the Liberty Stadium. Borja Bastin and Mike Vanderhorn with the goals there for Swansea City, who, like I said, another team that's you know from the Premier League trying to get back. Um, Hull City, Eric Lehigh, the longtime U.S. Uh, eligible defender uh, for the men's national team. It was his first first game as as new captain for for Hull City. Um, Graham McCann, however, does, has to wait for his first three points as his new manager of the Tigers. Reading losing three one at home. Sheffield Wednesday putting in a good performance on the road, getting a couple goals, and. Uh, and you know, Matt Miazga getting coming back on a one-year loan from Chelsea, another uh, American product there, gets the full start in defense, 90 minutes, but spreading his offense, can't get it done uh, at the Majeski Stadium, and, and Sheffield Wednesday run out winners. And uh, probably the second most entertaining match of the day, Wigan Athletic picking up three points at home against uh, Cardiff City, recently relegated this past year. Uh, Lee Evans getting the eventual game winner in the 75th minute, and uh, yeah, hopefully a better season for Wigan Athletic. They they struggled with trying to get away from relegation fight last year. Um, Anthony Robinson making the full move from from Everton, getting the first full 90 minutes under his belt since since that move uh, the summer, which uh, which is a good move for him. He gets him back to a. A team that he's familiar with and, and can gain game minutes uh, I would think pretty easily after how well he did there last year even after being out for a couple months with a knee injury um, so Wigan pick up three uh, points at home and Bristol City taking on Leeds United tomorrow uh, tomorrow Sunday and uh, that game will be kicking off 1130 a.m. Eastern Time uh, Bristol City, a team that uh, did pretty well, obviously last season, and then Leeds United w- was right up there as well. So uh, Ashton Gate will be uh, be rocking for the season opener there. And Monday, Monday, two forty five p.m. Uh, Derby County, the uh, life after Frank Lampard, after he made the switch to Chelsea this summer to be manager. Derby County takes on recently relegated Huddersfield Town uh, two teams that are um, kind of on different spectrums a little bit right now in the championship Derby County losing last uh, losing last summer to Aston Villa the playoff final and Huddersfield Town uh, not a lot of success last season David David Wagner stepping down as manager and then um, Jan Sievert not really being able to help the team get out of a, a relegation fight so that'll be on monday um and while we're here take it take a stab at three teams i think who are who will be back in the premier league uh going into next season um since we still got some a couple matches left to play this weekend um starting third you say fulham will get back in the premier league via the promotion playoff final uh, I still think they still have a lot of talent on their roster. A lot of guys that you know obviously carried over from that Premier League relegation, and you know with the team the last time they were in the 
championship. I, I still think Scott Scott Parker's a you know a good manager. Um, the guy who's played in England knows what it takes to to be successful. Um, so I think see Fulham gets in as the third and final team gets promotion. Second, Leeds United. Uh, the, the, again, a team with a lot of talent. Um, a lot of playmakers on offense. Kamar Roof being one of them. Uh, Marcelo Bielsa is an experienced manager. He, he helped the team get uh, put in a good run last year, but I think this year they get over that hump. They get they get that second spot and they earn automatic promotion, um, which I know a lot of English fans will be excited to see Leeds United back into the into the Premier League. See Ellen Road uh, hosting Premier League games, which. Uh, it's definitely a stadium. I think that that should be hosting Premier League games uh, throughout a whole season, uh, with the amount of talent and, and history in the club. And first, West Bromwich Albion. I, I do think Slavin Bilic is the the guy to get West Brom back into the Premier League. Um, they've had a couple managers, obviously, since the last time they were there. Uh, Tony Pulis uh, when they were last there, and um, you know, Darren Moore was there last year and ha- had a good go of things, but um, you know is now managing in in League One. Uh, s- some talented, talented pieces there. Some good guys they got uh, in the summer on loan, um, and just a team I think that that has what it takes to to win the championship. Um, obviously, have those teams like last year that that have promoted up Norwich, Aston Villa, uh, Sheffield United. Who you know, so when those teams go up. There, there's some talent that that leaves. So, uh, West Brom, Leeds, Fulham. My three takes at who's gonna get promoted uh, to the Premier League. And following Monday, we'll we'll be getting into a full back into the full swing of a schedule with uh, with not only the league play, but then you also have the uh, English League Cup first round starting up. So you have some some midweek games as well. Um, now we're gonna switch sides a little bit going to dive into some Americans abroad um, like I said a lot of players still still in friendly action with their their respective teams uh, a lot of the the first tiers are haven't started yet um, so you got some players still you know getting back to full fitness um, team players that have made moves over the summer you know getting getting familiarized with their new settings and teammates um, start off with with yesterday Ethan Horvath the uh, U.S. keeper, uh, 6-0 win for Club Bruges over St. Truden uh, at home. Uh, looks like Club Bruges is already in a good swing of things um, with with some good performances. And then now they have uh, Champions League qualification this week against Dynamo Kiev, which won't be an easy task uh, for Club Bruges. It's probably one of the, the better uh, ties in the so far in the Champions League. Uh, qualification rounds, so it'll be interesting to see see all that goes for for Horvath and the rest of the team. Uh, Julian Green getting getting off the board with a goal yesterday for uh, Grutherfirth and three uh, one win over St. Pauli. Uh, his first goal of the season and and really a, a good confident goal from from outside the box. Um, hopefully, we'll see Julian Green uh, take that next step maybe in production this year and, and raise his numbers offensively. Um, obviously, last year the team struggled with, 
you know, trying to get away from that relegation battle at the bottom of the two Bundesliga table. So um, already with a win, that's uh, it's, uh, a good start for them. Uh, over in Denmark, Christian Kappis with an 87-minute performance for Hobro and a 3-2 win over Silkeborg. Um, continuing to get minutes in the midfield for Christian Kappis uh, and uh, Emmanuel Sabi with you know with all his rumors of him leaving the club. Obviously, early in the summer, some teams Bronby was involved, Maccabi Haifa was involved to get him. Um, still with still with the club, uh, did not play. Uh, no real reason listed why uh, he didn't play. Um, I know that obviously their their higher ups have said this week that they're expecting him to, to you know to not be there later in the season. Um, just with how much he's worth and you know he's already made public that he would want to move um so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how long he's still there um back into the the championship round of things like i said tim ream not did not play for fulham today uh luca de la torre on the bench um wondering how long he'll be with the, the actual first team or will scott parker kind of send him down to get to get some minutes um then we keep going through the board. Anthony Robinson, 90 minutes today for Wigan uh, in his full return to the club. Eric Lehigh, 90 minutes, got a yellow card for Hull City. Jeff Cameron gets an assist in his 90-minute performance for QPR. Uh, Matt Miazga gets 90 minutes. Um, so another a good good showing to see Matt Miazga back in red in colors as, as he tries to take the next step in his development. And uh, you keep going through the board. Andrea Novakovic getting a, a five-minute cameo for Reading um, in his return to the club. Obviously, the last two seasons, he's been loaned to, to, to Dutch sides in the first and second division. So hopefully he can carry that into the championship. Switching over a little bit now to League One. Lyndon Gooch, 82-minute performance for Sunderland in their 1-1 draw with Oxford United at the Stadium of Light. Um, Lyndon Gooch started off very hot last season, getting goals and assists, and then really kind of fell off production-wise. So it'll be interesting to see Sunderland can get back in the championship. I don't know if I can really see Lyndon Gooch in League One if if Sunderland cannot get back up this year, just with just with uh, you know his talent and obviously Sunderland fans in the past have have kind of questioned his ability and his playmaking ability. Um, so we'll see how that goes through the season. Um, Matthew Olasunde, 90-minute start perform and 90-minute performance for Rotherham United in their League One opener, 2-1 win over Wimbledon. Uh, Olasunde, uh, many people remember, was with Manchester United, um, never featured for the first team, but uh, now gets that move to to Rotherham where he can can play first team minutes uh, for a side that's you know going to be in a competitive it division trying to get back up in the championship um rolling keep rolling through the board here um sebastian soto had a short cameo for hanover in a 1-1 draw with regensburg um chris gloster did not play he was you know reported over in the week he had a, a chest bruise spine bruise from a collision in training so uh he did not play as a precaution uh today Theos and Sabachu, kind of another guy like the Tyler Boyd situation. A guy has been linked with maybe a move to the U.S. Uh, U.S. senior team. Um, 
scored a couple goals last year for Ren in uh, Ligue 1. Um, he's getting himself back. He played some friendlies. He had an end-of-season injury last year. Uh, he did not play in Ren's 2-1 uh, French Super Cup loss to PSG. Um, let's see. Terrence Boyd making his Halsher debut after leaving Toronto FC. Um, came off the bench in the 3-1 win. Timothy Way getting a goal for Lille in a uh, 3-2 loss against AS Roma. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he connects with the, the talented forwards that Lille have. Um, Nicholas Pepe making the, the big move to Arsenal, but still some talent there. Jonathan Bamba and Loic Remy also fighting for minutes. Um, so you got a lot of speedy options to choose from and a team that's going to be in the Champions League after finishing second last year. It's behind PSG. Uh, Christian Pulisic uh, played about 60 minutes for Chelsea in their 2-2 draw against Borussia Mönchengladbach today in a friendly. Um, had a chance at a goal. Uh, Jan Sommer stood on his head really for Gladbach the second half after they the German side really kind of started off well and held possession, got a couple goals. Um, Pulisic will wear number 22 as Chelsea announced their their uh, jersey numbers for the season so Chelsea's got a big one uh, next because Premier League opener against Manchester United so we'll, we'll be uh, interesting to see how Frank Lampard lines the side up and if Christian Pulisic's in the starting 11 against Manchester United um, and you know back in Germany Alfredo Morales, Zach Steffen both starting in a 3-2 win over Ibar today in a friendly um Chris Richards was on the bench for Bayern. Second team uh, did not play. Uh, he had been training with Bayern's first team, but wasn't on the senior team today for the the German Super Cup loss to Borussia Dortmund. Uh, Decevio Payne on the bench for FC Emmen against Groningen in Eredivisie play. Sergino Dest on the bench bench today for Ajax in a in a draw against Vitesse Arnheim, um, and then. Looking for the rest of the weekend, still got some guys uh, to keep an eye on. Um, Bobby Wood and Hamburg in action on Monday. Aaron Johansson and Hammerby against Kalmar on Sunday. A uh, team that's been putting up a lot of goals so far, so we'll see if Aaron Johansson can maybe get in, get into the team uh, and find the back of the net. Uh, Joe Jow with, Dwe- with uh, Duisburg. Uh, in action on Sunday um, hasn't played yet um, been linked with a move away so we'll see try to keep an eye on what happens there Gio Reyno um, Dortmund 2 playing on Sunday um, Reyno not with the, the senior team on for the, the Super Cup uh, final so it looks like he might be heading where he was expected to be with uh, Dortmund 2 Jonathan Amon in Danish action on Sunday again he hasn't played team really uh, team had said on social media and kind of like a fan uh, involvement questionnaire uh, as a fan had asked about Amon and, and what his status is um, he said he's just not ready for minutes I don't know if that's an injury or um, just fitness wise he had been linked earlier in the year with a move to Club Rouge um, that looks like it's not happening right now so we'll see what happens with him, the uh, the speedy speedy winger there, and Michael Lansing 
the goalkeeper in uh, Denmark making the move to, to Horsens this year. Looks like he's still going to be fighting for some minutes um, after he left Alborg. So, and that will wrap up our Americans Abroad segment for uh, for the opening weekend in August. Like I said, got a lot of matches coming up this week. Uh, just even just looking at the schedule, uh, Champions League qualification. If you know, if you're a fan of seeing the some of the qualification rounds, um, Club Bruges, Dynamo Kiev against going head to head Ajax, uh, also in action, Celtic. Uh, seven nothing winners in the league in their opener this weekend. They uh, they head on the road in Champions League play and uh, Basel and Porto Olympiacos all in action this week. Uh, one major MLS match on Thursday: NYCFC versus Houston Dynamo at Yankee Stadium, and then continue with MLS action on the weekend. Uh, Europa League qualification on Thursday. Um, some relevant teams. From some of the top flights uh, in action, Romain Gall and Malmo. Uh, he, he had been linked with a move uh, to Norway. I'm not sure. Uh, Malmo was off this weekend, um, so not sure if how long, much longer he might be with the team. He'd been linked with a loan move to Norway. Wolverhampton Wanderers on the road. Eintracht Frankfurt also in action on the road. Espanyol from La Liga on the road. Rangers against Midtjylland of uh, the Danish. Danish uh, Bundesliga so they'll be hosting Steven Gerrard's Rangers uh, on the road Feyenoord in action as well and uh, and then Friday the big one Liverpool Norwich in action in the Premier League opener uh, on Friday night at Anfield uh, Jurgen Klopp's side going to try to to do any a little anything just to get to get over the hump and get that Premier League trophy after losing only one game in league play last year, and they finish as second to Manchester City. Um, Friday, we also have, uh, you know, you have the Premier League starting up. You also have Ligue 1 starting up. Monaco and Lyon on Friday night at the uh, Stade Louise 2. Um, Anderlecht at home in Belgian play. And uh, the German DFP Pokal starting up uh, as well. The uh, German Cup, Borussia Dortmund, on the road on Friday, uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach at Sandhausen on Friday, and Ingolstadt holding Nure- hosting Nuremberg on Sunday as well. Um, and then you have the big Premier League games over the weekend next week uh, as well. Sheffield United, their first game back on the road at Bournemouth, Aston Villa at Tottenham, um, and then Manchester City at West Ham looking to defend their uh, their title, and then Manchester United Chelsea on a uh, Sunday, so to, starting to get into the role of things in Europe. Um, excited for the season, see how it uh, shakes out. Um, so we'll have more updates for you as the season goes on, um, and uh, with with plenty of competitions getting underway. Uh, thank you everyone for for joining me. It's Larry Henry from the Upper Ninety Podcast. You can check out any of my writing on SPI Soccer. Um, Obviously got some season previews coming in for the leagues in Europe and then obviously Americans Abroad segment MLS work uh, will be down tomorrow for the DC United Philadelphia Union uh, MLS match. Uh, good match between two Eastern Conference sides that are trying to, to stay at the top of the standings. Um, 
Union currently first, three points clear of DC United. So uh, a, a win, we could see DC United jump back uh, atop the table if uh, Atlanta United doesn't doesn't pick up three points tonight. Um, so, all right, everyone, thank you for listening. Um, like I said, be sure to check check my workout SBI Soccer. Um, be on Facebook, Twitter, and be sure to join us again for the next segment of Upper 90.